everyone. Welcome to the Energy Storage Market Series. My name is Eris Dolev and I'm Managing Director here at Renvu. Uh, today we're going to be hearing from uh, Dino Pineda uh, and John Berg, both are Sales and Business Development at Tygo, and Greg Smith, Global Director of Learning. We'll talk about Tygo optimizers, inverters, and energy storage solutions. Uh, before we dive in and while we're waiting for more people to join, I'd like to give a little background on Renvu as well as uh, some of the products and services we offer. Uh, Renvu is a US-based solar equipment distributor. Uh, we've been in the industry for over a decade and we currently have fulfillment facilities in California, New Jersey, and Texas. Our sales staff uh, all have background within uh, engineering or solar installation uh, to provide you with the best sales services. I want to spotlight a few products. Uh, we'll share the links in the chat. Uh, we carry the whole range of Solark products, including the Solark 12K EMP and the 15K EMP. We pair those with a home grid a stack series, with, uh, which are priced well and easy to install. Uh, there are several gift card offers when you're buying Solark inverters and uh, home grid batteries. Let us know if you, if you need any details about those. Uh, we recently added Lumin Smart Panel to our portfolio. This is the best way to convert the home for a hybrid uh, consumption without the need to upgrade the main panel or other critical loads uh, panel. It's easy to install and uh, gives you the full remote control over all the loads and enables you to set, uh, to set rules. Uh, we had a webinar recently with uh, which you can uh, find uh, the recording on our YouTube channel. If you want to learn more about those, uh, for these uh, for uh, people that are interested, uh, we're offering a 500 gift card when buying the Solark 15K and Lumin Smart panel. Uh, with Enphase, we have great pricing, which uh, I'll show in the next few slides. Uh, we're offering a clearance pricing on the NCharge 10 TSS as well. Uh, and uh, this week we are giving a free trunk cable when you're buying microinverters. Also from uh, QSales, we have a unique ESS package at uh, on the clearance page. Uh, there's 7.6 kilowatt inverters as well as uh, auto transformers and 18.9 kilowatt hour battery bank with uh, discounts of more than $4,000 this week. Uh, we carry the full commercial portfolio of NLX Way, the EV chargers. If you're looking to add to your projects EV chargers, this is a great brand uh, to consider. And here our commercial price list for large volume options and our upcoming offerings of solar modules. Uh, we're sharing in the chat a link to this page. It's a good one to bookmark. Uh, we update it regularly so you can and stay on top of the latest uh, pricing and modules that are available in the market. And here, another tab on the same uh, same file that you will see the end phase and batteries uh, options. Um, I'll take a minute to also mention the Bleaky Residential Carport. This is a great way to expand existing solar systems or an alternative solution where you cannot install solar on the roof. Uh, shown here is the two-car carport. There is also the option uh, for a tandem solution with the shared column, so you can uh, connect multiple of those when you need the carport for more than two cars. 
It's designed to be assembled by a crew of two. It doesn't require any specialized or heavy machinery to install. This is a solar structure, so it's eligible for the 30% ITC and extra 10% of the for the US-made uh, products. Carport is supplied with an iron reach system and under clamp clamps, okay, under panel clamp, sorry. So it uh, accepts any solar module and inverter you want. When combined with a bleaky EPDM, TGAS get the surface become uh, water watertight. Um, let's see, the, the design is straightforward. It's 18 feet wide, 18 feet deep, and has a roof that can uh, accept somewhere between 22 feet wide and 22 feet up a solar panels that can feed 24 modules, which is a little bit more than a nine kilowatt hour with current power ratings. Uh, there is a 3D model on the Bleakier website if you want to take a look at it. Uh, one last item to go over before we get started is our solar design and quote tool. You'll find it at the top of our homepage on renvu.com. You can generate as many quotes as you need in a couple minutes without the need to wait for a sales engineer, and it's available 24 hours. Uh, first, you select the system type and the components you would like to see on your quote, then choose your panel. Next, uh, you will configure your racking system from a wide range of uh, options. Um, I'll select the metal tilted roof here. Then I'll create two arrays. First array, I will put uh, 10 modules in portrait and seven modules in landscape. You can see on the left how things are changing as I'm selecting things. Uh, and then second array, I will put uh, 10 modules in lens. Then I can select the type of rails. I'll choose black rails, black lamps. And sometimes you have more options for roof attachments. Depends on the roof type you, you selected. In this case, we are selling S5 for metal roofs. I'll change the, the span to six feet. The system creates a sketch of the array. Uh, then uh, next step, you will choose your inverter and also energy storage options uh, if you like. Uh, on the left side, you will see the bill of materials uh, building up. And when you're logged into your account, prices changes as you edit your system configuration. This is a great way to compare the cost of different options in real time. Our team updates this tool constantly with the latest solar components and pricing currently available in the market. Select here the Tygo uh, optimizers, uh, also they uh, act as a rapid shutdown uh, and module level monitoring. And on the last selection page, you can add a couple of spare modules uh, if you need, balance of systems, disconnect and EV chargers. You can add a Lumin smart panel, which says the, saves the need to replacing the main panel or adding critical load panel and EV chargers as well. And then at the end, you can save the quote to your account and get a quote to your email. Uh, you can see here all the balance, uh, the bill of material. You can edit it. You can send the PDF to yourself or print it or order it.
one. Uh, I encourage you to try this tool. It's uh, nice and uh, really quick to get a quote and design for any systems. Four minutes. Okay, uh, if you have any questions about these products or about uh, Tygo while the Dino, John, and Greg are uh, presenting, uh, please feel free to ask in the Q&A section and we will get to the questions at the end of the webinar during the Q&A session. Uh, you can also email our sales team at ren, uh, info at renvu.com for more information and pricing. Uh, this webinar is being uh, recorded and we will send you a link in a follow-up email. We also have recordings of previous webinars on the Renvu YouTube channel. Uh, without further ado, I'll uh, hand it over to Dino, John, and Greg. Thank you, Aris. Appreciate uh, the introduction. Um, good morning or good afternoon, depending on you, where you're calling from um, uh, today. Uh, we're going to be going over some high-level um, uh, information about the different products, service that um, uh, you know Tygo offers. Myself and John will take turns going over some slides here. And then um, uh, after that, we'll also have Greg go over some scenarios, you know, situations that you might have been like, you know, dealing with or ran into at one point. And just like Eric said, you know, when those questions starts to come up, then go ahead and start typing them. I will go ahead and share my screen, go over these slides. And just to confirm, should have Renvu titled EI, that's Energy Intelligence, Residential Solar Solution, um, uh, Tygo offers. Just to make sure everybody's aware, Tygo has been founded in Silicon Valley here in California, Campbell, California, right next to San Jose back in 2007, uh, leader in module level power electronics. Uh, we provide full energy storage solution also along the way, which we'll be touching upon today. And tens of millions of these MLPs are deployed across all seven continents. Yes, even Antarctica, which right there at the bottom of um, uh, the screen. Yeah, these leaves out there, the, the, these are, you know, indicating that we are in these different locations, you know, um, um, with our um, uh, MLPs. Uh, over a gigawatt of daily PV production monitored at module level. And um, we, we, of course, do different projects, right, from residential, commercial, and, of course, even utility scale. The EI Residential Solar Solution. We start off with the Tiger Optimizers. Um, you know, in a couple slides, we'll we be talking about the different flavors, the different types of um, um, you know, Tygo um, uh, MLPs that we have. But basically at this point, it's supposed to maximize your production, meet rapid shutdown codes and monitor each module. It just really depends on what you're trying to achieve on the different projects that you have. We of course provide a EI inverter, hybrid inverter, different um, uh, sizes from 3.876, um, uh, kilowatts. Uh, two to one DC to AC ratio. We'll talk further about that in a couple of slides. And uh, with a 50 um, a volt starting voltage, wakes up early, um, uh, you know, stays on late at night. Definitely a workhorse. 
EI battery, of course, is something that we're also providing because now, depending on where you're at, of course, I'm here in California, people, you know, install the inverter, and now they're like, hey, with net metering 3.0, may be a great idea to go ahead and um, uh, also include a battery. Uh, 10 to 40 kilowatt, our modular system, reliable, lithium iron phosphate chemistry is where we, um, we went with. And of course, the different types of modes, depending on where you're at. Of course, in California, time of use, that is definitely something that we're trying to um, you know, um, uh, take care of because um, very expensive rates you know, along the way. And then of course, um, if you are gonna add a battery um, to this installation, there is a need for that automatic transfer switch, the ATS. And it does come in a 50 or 200 amp, just really depends if you're trying to back up partial at this point or a whole home backup um, with your setup when utilizing our um, you know, different products up here. And I always say, kind of wrap that in a bow with a Tygo Energy Intelligence, you know, the monitoring. Because at the end of the day, people need to know that, hey, these products are working, right? And you are able to do that in an open um, you know, app, API, um, to be able to see, hey, optimizers working properly along with the inverter down the line, you know, with the battery and the um, um, transfer switch. Let's talk about the, um, um, the different flavors or, you know, the different types of um, um, MLP that we have at this point. Um, I'm going to go right to left. Um, I, me, myself, um, when I think of Tygo, and this was a couple of years back, I always think of Tygo's known for rapid shutdown. And that was, the, I'm pretty sure, the first product that we've been offering, you know, for quite some time. And, you know, that's necessary, you know, depending on like, you know, the type of, um, uh, you know, project you have. So therefore, the TS4AF, we also have the 2F that is for the use of rapid shutdown. And so therefore that enhanced safety and meet electrical code requirements for rooftop solar. But now if you say, hey, how about, I also wanna go ahead and monitor, see the performance. Sure, we have the TS4AS, which provides the rapid shutdown, now also the monitoring. Well, how about the trifecta? The TS4AO, that is the one that does every single one of what we just mentioned, the rapid shutdown, along with the monitoring, and of course, the optimization. Uh, once again, just really depends on the um, a project that you're working on, but uh, there, uh, the optimization, of course, mostly the, com uh, not commercial, but I meant to say residential because of um, uh, some shading um, along the way. So that is a product that's definitely used every single time or most of the time um, uh, you know, for our residential. Some are now becoming more towards the commercial side of things, but once again, you know, mostly for the residential. And it just really depends on what, you, what you're needing at this point. I believe I'm gonna go ahead and kick it off for now I'm, uh, with John for him to talk about uh, the diagram of our Tygo solutions. Thanks, Dino. Hi everybody, uh, John Berg here. Um, so what you're seeing right now is this is an illustrative diagram of our Tygo solution, our EI solution. So uh, here at Tygo, basically we take care of everything from the module 
So we don't manufacture any modules, but from the module to the grid. So everything in between, uh, we are addressing with a uh, full scale solution. Uh, so here you see the solar modules on the roof. And then you can see right here in the diagram on the roof, there's a little blow up section here and it shows the uh, MLPE or Tygo optimizer uh, or Tygo MLPE doesn't necessarily need to be an optimizer, uh, but uh, we do have uh, solutions that allow you to uh, monitor the system without using optimization or you can uh, elect to use optimization here in uh, uh, North America, um, the by and large, everybody uses you know, for the most part, uh, our optimizer solution because it gives uh, it gives a little bit better performance and also delivers monitoring. So the MLPE can go ahead and go on the roof. There's two methods to attach it. So you can, um, you know, probably those of you that are familiar with Enphase or other um, installation techniques, you know, you can you can mount it to the rail. Uh, but what makes our solution really unique is uh, you can actually it's got uh, two metal teeth on the top of the MLPE. And you can actually slide it and it'll grip onto the side of a frame of a module. Uh, and so that takes less than 10 seconds to do. So in terms of uh, your installers or your installation times, if you're looking for uh, kind of a high speed, low drag solution, you can go ahead and uh, snap these MLPEs onto any module, uh, any module frame, and it'll, it'll stay on there. And then you go ahead and connect those in series to the other modules. Uh, and then um, you go ahead and, and connect those uh, into your home run and bring it back to our inverters. So here you could see on the side of the house, you have a battery. And uh, next to the battery here, you have our inverter. And then <clears throat> depending on what uh, type of uh, battery or um, backup solution, as we all know uh, here, especially in California with NEM3, batteries are becoming uh, really important in terms of the design. So we're seeing higher and higher attach rates. So assuming you have a battery, it goes into the inverter. And then you also have your uh, transfer switch here, which we do uh, make available to you. So we have a 50 amp and a 200 amp transfer switch. So that's for selected loads and full home backup. And then that, that gets connected here into the uh, uh, meter and grid. So uh, you're looking at a kind of a one-stop uh, shop solution for everything. Again, not the module, but from the module all the way to the grid. You can use our EI uh, solution. It's a very uh, eloquent and priced uh, correctly and very easy to design. Uh, we also have uh, EI software, energy management software. So you'll have access to the portal and you'll be able to, to drill down and, and do a lot of uh, qualitative uh, analysis on your sites that you install. Um, Dino, you want to go to the next slide, please? So I'm going to break down uh, the solution on the roof uh, in a little bit more detail. Um, so for some of you out there that are maybe doing your own systems, whether you're a do-it-yourselfer or you're an installer or an integrator, or if you're a designer, this is uh, gets gets a little bit down into the uh, um, nuts and bolts here. So um, here's the Tygo TS4 uh, uh, unit here. And again, we have optimization, uh, monitoring, and we also have rapid shutdown. Uh, that connects here to the back of the module. Then we have a Tygo access point, or what we call TAP. So the TAP sends and receives signals to and from the Tygo TS4 via wireless mesh network. So the TAP is required to uh, create that wireless mesh network on the roof. It's going to go ahead and connect to all the MLPEs, and they're going to be talking to one another. And it's going to be connected to that TAP. And that TAP is going to go ahead and come on down here. Uh, we're going to want that wired in with an RS-485 shielded cable. Uh, that's a comm cable. It's uh, widely available at uh, multiple um, uh, locations. 
uh, online, uh, or um, you can talk to your Renvu rep. And it comes down here uh, through the home run, and that gets wired in directly into the CCA, which is a data logger. It's a uh, Cloud Connect Advanced. It's a very robust unit. It's uh, actually uh, integrated inside of our EI inverter solution. So uh, it's going to give you wireless cloud connectivity, and it's going to give you a very robust uh, monitoring solution. It's going to go ahead and report back to our energy intelligence EI app. So you're going to be able to view all the performance uh, uh, aspects of your system and also uh, all of the components down to the module level. Um, so it's, uh, it's a really uh, eloquent solution, and it's easy. And uh, what makes our uh, solution unique is what we're seeing out there is uh, our ins installation partners are able to get their full system uh, scanned and uh, uh, commissioned uh, in less than 10 minutes. And, th and that, uh, that uh, depends, that, that timing really depends on uh, how uh, trained uh, your installers are. So we recommend them uh, that they go to the EI Tygo Academy. And so once they go to the Academy and get their training, uh, you'll see your install and uh, especially your commissioning times go down uh, to that sub 10 minute mark. And that's where we want to get your installers uh, doing because it saves time. Uh, and, and nobody wants to be sitting on a site for an hour and a half waiting for customer support to uh, help you commission a system. Um, Dino, can we go to the next slide, slide please? Um, so just getting you a little bit familiar with our, our products here. So this is our EI inverter solution. So we have a 3.8, 7.6, and 11.4 kilowatt model. Uh, again, what makes our, our uh, inverter solution unique is you can do a two-to-one DC-AC ratio. So that means that you can have a 3.8 kilowatt system, uh, sorry, 3.8 kilowatt inverter, and you can uh, have uh, seven kilowatts up on the roof, uh, thereabouts, and um, you, can, you can invert that back into uh, the grid, and you can also uh, invert that into a battery. It can actually store into the battery direct DC to DC before it inverts. So it's a, it's a really unique solution. It's got multiple uh, MPPTs. That's uh, maximum PowerPoint tracking. Uh, it's got a max output current, 16 amp for the 3.8, 32 amp for the 7.6, and 48 amp respectively for the 11.4. Uh, it's got a 50 volt starting voltage. That means this these systems are gonna wake up earlier each day and they're gonna turn off later on uh, each night. Uh, it's gonna give you uh, more of a wide range of, uh, of solar harvest. And these, uh, these are lightweight units. So they're 32 pounds and 45 pounds, respectively. They come with built-in Wi-Fi. And uh, once you grab the, uh, the Wi-Fi uh, signal, um, you know, the, the connection's very robust using our, um, our uh, Tygo access point and our CCA. Uh, Dino, next slide, please. This is our uh, EI battery. So uh, it comes in a 10 kilowatt cabinet or 9.9 kilowatt hour. Um, so you can have up to uh, 39.6 kilowatt hours of storage capacity. So you can stack these up to four. Uh, has five kilowatt to 10 kilowatt of continuous output capacity. As Dino mentioned earlier, it's uh, LFP battery chemistry, NEMA A4 indoor outdoor rated. So you can do partial or whole home backup on these. It does have uh, load shifting. So time of use, self-consumption and backup. These are modular and scalable and uh, has a warranty of 11 years. Uh, Dino? And uh, these are our ATSs or automatic transfer switches. Um, so that we have a 50 amp partial home backup transfer switch and a 200 amp whole home backup sw uh, transfer switch. And these have a, a 120 or 240 uh, split phase and they're warranted for 11 years. These will be available and on the site uh, at Renvu here uh, in the near future. 
Uh, just wanted to get you somewhat familiar with some of our uh, EI product offerings. Uh, Dino? All right. <clears throat> Thank you, John. Uh, take over for now. Now we're going to talk about the rate saver battery solution. We have different options. Once again, you know, maybe we're talking a little bit about, um, you know, California with the net metering 3.0 that, that just happened, you know, um, uh, April. And so with that being said, we're providing solutions to depending on what the customer um, uh, is looking for um, uh, to achieve. Right, having issues here. There we go. So inverters and breaker sizes. A um, little bit of um, uh, you know information here for each. You know we have the three point eight seven six. <clears throat> excuse me, and eleven. I'm a point four. Uh, John had mentioned earlier regarding about the um, uh, you know two to one. Um, uh, the max PV array capacity. So therefore, you could actually. Um, uh, go bigger, right, with a PV um, uh, system, um, uh, depending on like, you know, which inverter you have. And, um, um, you know, th that's great, um, uh, without a doubt, if, if you are trying to, um, uh, you know, um, uh, have a bigger system for your PV along the way, depending on, once again, what the customer is trying to achieve. Maximum of, of batteries, number of batteries along the way. And then of course, you know, you have the battery energy capacity along with the max battery continuous EMA power. The different types of solutions. Uh, you know, not to highlight the Tiger rate saver, everybody, of course, when they say, well, you know, I'm going to go solar. Now, you know, I'm going to add a battery. I mean, at the end of the day, they're looking at the cost, right? Well, what is this going to cost me? Well, the Tygo rate saver tends to be the most popular one, I would say, at least, you know, you know, once again here in California, because it's an opportunity for them to be able to say, hey, you know what, I do have a battery. Um, what, what I'm trying to achieve with this battery, with this rate saver, having that one battery is, is, is use that battery to offset the um, most expensive time of um, the day the time of use. So that afternoon time when it is fairly expensive, I mean, I'm here in Northern California, PG&E, but imagine if you're in Southern California and having to deal with San Diego uh, or even like, you know, in LA area, now this is an opportunity for, use, for, for you to use this battery to offset that really expensive amount of rates. Now, caveat, which I believe I'm, we'll mention that on the next slide, um, the Tygo rate saver doesn't have that backup capability. Now, if you want that backup um, capability, you would then move towards the Tygo select backup, you know, uh, two, um, uh, you know, total of two batteries, or you go with the Tygo full backup. And as you can see in the picture, obviously, um, you know, along with the transfer switch, the 200 volt um, transfer switch for the, um, uh, you know, Tygo full backup. Once again, it goes back to what the customer is, you know, um, uh, trying to achieve. But of course, it's really important to set the expectation. Tygo rate saver, kind of have that bold there, um, uh, you know, where it says typical um, uh, backup loads, it's not covered because what you're trying to achieve there for the customer 
is it's taking care of the um, uh, time of use. That is an you know it it is possible to do that with the Tygo rate saver. But what we're doing here, if the installer says, hey, you know, with the Tygo rate saver, this is what it's supposed to do. We're actually going to have the customer check off and they are aware of what they're signing up for. Because at the end of the day, we don't want them coming back and said, oh, wow, I was under the impression or I thought, well, unfortunately, that was not the case. But if they go with the Tygo Select Backup, now they are able to cover a couple of different things that's important to them. The refrigerator, so the food doesn't go bad, right? Wi-Fi, the TV, just in case something crazy is happening. And, and yes, you know, California, Southern California, for, with the storm, the typhoons, and uh, maybe even an earthquake or whatever may be the case, right? Need to see what's going on out there. So therefore, they have that backup, you know, loads covered. Or if you say, hey, you know what? Money's not really an object, or I'm not worried too much about that, but I want to make sure my home is fully back up. Now you go with that three or, or possibly more, um, you know, batteries. So that way you're covered with everything that you want to, um, uh, you know, inside your home. I'm going to kick it back to um, uh, John here. He's going to wrap up and talk about the EI monitoring solution. Thanks, Dino. Um, yeah, so uh, this is our EI monitoring uh, portal, uh, and this is our uh, monitoring solution here. So uh, what makes this uh, unique is, uh, you know, a lot of monitoring portals will show you module view. Um, they'll also show you power flow, but those power flows are uh, pulled um, uh, information uh, every, um, they're intervalled information where we actually show you um, a real-time snapshot of each main component. Uh, makes it unique. You can drill down and see exactly what uh, modules are are doing. So um, you can check voltage and amperage, and you can do some uh, extensive troubleshooting offsite. So that makes it uh, really attractive. Our commercial customers absolutely love this uh, because of how expensive truck rolls are. But as we all know, residentially truck rolls have not gotten cheaper. Um, so the power flow is a really important feature of our EI software. Uh, we also have uh, metrics to show daily and lifetime performance. And again, a lot of that micro data gets gets in there uh, through our data logger, so you guys can really uh, sink your teeth into what the system's doing. Uh, what's also really uh, uh, unique, actually exclusive with uh, Tygo, is we have a reclaimed energy bar on the top of our graphs. So if you look uh, here at the uh, number four here on the screen, showing the uh, example on the laptop, um, you can see the uh, gray bars are the energy production. And then there's uh, green tips right here. And so those green tips actually monetize the ROI that the optimizers are doing. So uh, once the optimizers kick in, uh, it goes ahead and tracks those uh, those, those extra uh, watts that, that the system's harvesting. And it puts it on display right there for the homeowner. Uh, or uh, if you're the system owner, you can see exactly what uh, your system's doing to uh, optimize the available energy. Uh, this is a really unique feature and a, and a, a keystone for talking at the kitchen table when you're talking about uh, differentiating differentiating your product offering uh, among other companies that you might be going up against. Uh, so the reclaimed energy is a really unique part of our uh, our portal and a unique part of our uh, MLPE uh, offerings, which integrate into our EI uh, solution. Um, Dino, next slide, please.
<clears throat> so um, so we're going to talk a little bit about the Tygo Energy Intelligence benefits. So uh, what we want to do is we want to uh, maximize your fleet uptime. So uh, what that means is uh, we want to give real-time feedback. We want to give you alerts. Uh, we want to uh, make sure that you know that there could be a performance or safety issue on site so that you can go ahead and troubleshoot and figure out what's going on. We want to give you as much information as humanly possible before you roll a truck out so that you know uh, maybe there's a subsect of um, system arrays that uh, are having an issue or even down to the module itself. And then that way, you know exactly where to go when you get on site. And so it's going to minimize uh, the time on the um, on the roof. Um, so this all factors into your own M cost. So having our EI uh, software solution and the monitoring portal, you're going to be able to detect system level, string level, module level, uh, as I mentioned. But uh, early diagnosis will alert uh, to problems before they happen. So you're going to save money with fewer truck rolls. Uh, this this all goes to keeping your CSAT high. Um, you know, we all want to take care of our customers. So uh, having visibility to all sites from one spot, uh, it, it's just a key key uh, point um, of what we offer with our EI uh, monitoring solution. Uh, we're bringing all the needed data to the forefront, and we're allowing you to pre-analyze important status. So uh, we actually have uh, advanced uh, filtering that uh, you'll get trained on once you go through our EI Academy. And you can uh, view all the insights at a glance. It's going to save you time. Uh, it's going to simplify your next decisions uh, so that you can uh, drill down uh, to a deeper uh, um, uh, analysis point. Again, all this being done off-site. Uh, our software is going to automatically elevate critical sites. It's going to allow you to uh, uh, have a spotlight on uh, commonly occurring faults. Uh, it's going to immediately draw attention to critically affected uh, uh, sites. And it's going to lower your response time. <clears throat> it's also, uh, uh, from a uh, fleet-wide standpoint, you're going to be able to spot tactical trends and occurring faults. Uh, it's really unique because we're trying to give you all the information uh, that's available so that you can make a decision uh, quickly. And um, you can easily group all the sites. So if, you, if you're offering third-party financing or leasing or uh, cash, you can silo those sites uh, and so you can quickly delve into uh, uh, the way that the sites are, are categorized and organized. Uh, so it's a, a really unique feature with our EI software solution. Uh, Dino, next slide, please. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're a leader uh, uh, worldwide uh, here in the solar industry. Uh, we have over 60,000 sites in 60 plus countries. We have over 2.5 terawatts uh, hours monitored. Uh, we have over 20,000 equipment types that we're paired with. So because we have all these uh, uh, data points, we collate all those data points and we and we try to drive better, more relevant data uh, to you so that you can make uh, better decisions uh, and quick, uh, quick decisions because we all know time is money. Um, do you know? Uh, so this is uh, this is uh, where you go for more information, and we are going to hand it over to to Greg Smith uh, to kind of go over some of these uh, points. But uh, we have a, a support and resource center. We have our data sheets, uh, our website tigoenergy.com, and then also uh, we have our uh, sales contacts. And uh, we really, really highly recommend getting trained up. Uh, we have one of the best trainers uh, in the entire industry, uh, that's worldwide, and Greg Smith uh, happens to be here on the call. Uh, but we recommend getting trained, and uh, he's here to help. Uh, we're all here to help you guys, and uh, we're help, uh, here to help you be successful in solar. So uh, thank you very much.
think you're muted. Got the mute button. So (laughs) I guess they didn't get my my team's message. So I have my own presentation, I guess, since my stuff is a lot more fun than all this sales stuff, right? Like who cares about that? So let me share my screen. I'm just going to share it all because I hate having to figure out which one is. Can you guys see my screen? Yeah, no, we good? Yes, we can see it. Okay, great. So you can see here. I'm sorry. I know. So unprofessional here. Here we go. All right. So very quick, we're going to go over some of the things to help you be successful with our product, particularly the TS4, right? So we can wrap up John and Dino's section uh, in, in very short terms, right? Like we've been doing this module level stuff a long time. Yeah, we recently got into the energy storage business, but the product is solid. We have people that are trained up on it to help you with pre-sales design and post-sale support. Okay, I've trained all of them. They are good to go. I've been doing this since 2008. Started with SMA America back in the day. Went to uh, Sonnen, another uh, German battery company. And I've been at Tygo two years. Okay, And what I've found as I train our service team is that there are these common errors that installers make, or uh, particularly on the roof, on site, or in the design. And so I know it's taboo to talk about these things, but there's this prevalent attitude that, oh, Tygo's not reliable. Oh, Ty- you don't, don't use Tygo. And it's just, we have tens of millions of these things installed around the world. And the scuttlebutt gets out about a handful of issues. And when we go out on site, <laughs> the overwhelming majority of these things are installer error. And that is a hard pill to swallow because everybody always wants to point the finger at the manufacturer. Yeah. So kind of going way off on a tangent, but let's talk about the things that you can do, particularly with our module level components, where you will have a, a, a bulletproof system. Yeah. And so when I train my guys, we are under the, the, the umbrella of recommending safe, Code compliant, bulletproof systems, three point sermon. Uh, and so everything that we tell you falls in under one of those three things. And if you do what we tell you to do and follow our guidelines, matter of fact, they're not guidelines. I do not use that word. I don't use guidelines, rules of thumb, because what does that mean? Oh, well, speed limit is 55. That's just a guideline. I'm going to do 80. Uh, down this residential district, right? So I do not use those words. These are design installation criteria. These are design and installation requirements, okay? So they use a stronger language, okay? All right, so here we go. Number one thing that you can do to keep from calling our service line is install these things the way that we are telling you to do. So both of, both Dino and John alluded to our competitors, yeah? And I don't hide behind this. If you are an Enphase or Solar Edge customer and you've used those guys for years, you need to pay attention because you do not install our product the same way that you install those two. Okay. And I know when I go on site, when there's an issue, I know when I see 
a solar edge trained person because all of our optimizers are installed on the rail and they're all connected together. I'm like, oh boy, here we go. Okay, so three steps here. Number one, connect the TS4 to the module, mount it to the module. Step two, connect the short leads of the TS4 to the module. If you do this on the ground, you will never mess this up, ever. So this is what I recommend. Mount it to the module. Connect the short leads to the module. And number three, connect the TS4s together. Boom, there you go. That's all you got to do, okay? 20%, and I'll just share this, 20% of all our service calls related to TS4s are this error right here. They did not install this the way that we tell you to. And in each box that we sell of these TS4s, whether it's the O that you see here or the F or the 2F or the S, in every box we have a quick start guide and it shows you one, two, three, how to do it. All right, connect them together. All right, so that's that's the first thing. Now, we all know if you don't do these three steps, then you will get to step four, which is calling our service line. And nobody wants to hit step four. Look at this guy. I've been on the other end of that call. I don't know if you can see the video for it's choppy. Yeah, nobody wants that. So one, two, three. Look at that. He's so mad he passed the phone off. So if you do steps one, two, and three in the right order, you will never have to worry about step four, okay, ever. All right, bam, 20%. So in our fire safety group, in the TS4s, the F and the 2F, they use power line communication for rapid shutdown, okay? The TS4Fs and this transmitter that you see here is only used for rapid shutdown. So if you don't care about optimization or if you have a roof that doesn't have shading or all these weird complex roof geometries, you don't need an optimizer, okay? I would still recommend getting monitoring on that. Um, people spend a lot of money for these solar systems. For the life of me, I don't know why we default to the stupid metric of dollar per watt when it comes to this investment, yeah? Oh, we'll just do rapid shutdown because that's the cheapest way. Okay, if that's what you want to do, that's fine. But now you are totally blind when it comes to your system. But that's just me. That is not the sentiment of Tygo or its affiliates or its employees. That's just Greg going a little rant. But if you just want to comply with rapid shutdown and you want a cost-effective way to do that, we got you covered. So this little transmitter generates a keep-alive signal. It's powered by an AC uh, 120 volt. You will run the negative conductors of the home runs for each for the inverter through this core. And all that core does is take that keep alive signal and induce it onto the negative home run. And that keep alive signal runs up on the roof, touches all those TS4s. And if the TS4 sees that keep alive signal, it closes the relay and lets full module voltage come through. Easy peasy, right? So if you turn the power off, using a rapid shutdown initiator by code to the transmitter here, then it stops the keep alive signal. And if the TS4s don't hear the keep alive signal, they shut off. Yeah. So we're safe. We're code compliant. No problem. Now, 90% 
of the F and 2F service calls that we get are because of incorrect design, which then leads to an incorrect installation. We have a help center. There was one of the, um, uh, one of the links in the uh, last presentation, the very last slide. Please, please, please go to the help center and read up on the TS4F and the 2F. We call it the fire safety group. Read up on it. It's This stuff is not that hard, but if you don't do things right, then you get this thing called crosstalk between the two transmitters. Like, for example, if you have two different inverters, then if you're using the RSS transmitter, you have to keep them separate. Otherwise, the two transmitters interfere with each other, and then you may have some issues. And this is what's going around in the industry right now. So to alleviate this crosstalk stuff, we came out with an RSS transmitter with pure signal technology. And so now what we can do is daisy chain 10 pure signal transmitters together. All of the keep alive signals are in perfect harmony. And so therefore you do not have to worry about this crosstalk issue when you're using the pure signal transmitters. Easy peasy. We can see we have an in terminal, we have an out terminal, all the transmitters need a 12 volt DC power. And you're just gonna daisy chain these together out of one transmitter to the in of the other one. Bing, bang, boom, all the way. You have a leader and he's telling the other nine transmitters, hey, you need to sync your signal to me. And so they do. And if you turn the power off to the transmitters, they stop transmitting. TS4 is going to rapid shutdown. Easy peasy, works fine, lasts a long time. Boop, power, good to go. And if you have any questions on this, talk to our sales engineering team. We'll give you the link later. It's super easy to do. Do not be afraid of this. Now, just real quick, talk about some benefits of module level monitoring and the optimization. As soon as you put our, our O, our optimizer onto a module, you give that module superpowers. Like I, I do a lot of webinars. I always have one of these handy. I always have one. It's right here. Because it's just so helpful to people to see what's going on. Right. And if you have a couple of dozen modules, why would you not want to know what's going on up there? That's what I don't understand. Okay. Why wouldn't you want to know what's going on in your system? And here's here's some things. As a matter of fact, there was a question. And sorry, Ares, I answered some of those questions. It's it, it like it uh it's like if somebody puts you in a room, an empty room, and all there is is a big red button, and they say, don't push the red button, all you want to do is push that red button. So when I saw those questions, I was, it was driving me crazy, so I had to answer them. But one person asked, oh, if you have shade on one module, do you lose the entire system, or do you just lose that module? That's a great question. That brings up the old Christmas tree myth that was perpetuated years ago by, by our competitors. And you see this a lot online, right? Somebody will have three or four modules and they, they just do a little test and they put a piece of cardboard on it and it tanks. Well, okay, sure, it's going to do that. But that is not a representative example of how these modules interact with the inverter. Okay? They don't work like that. First of all, you don't have cardboard, I hope, not laying on your, 
uh, directly on your array. But as we see here, there are, and before you say, oh, those trees probably grew over it, they did not. It was installed like this. The installer said to push the tree out of the way. Okay, and now this homeowner is complaining that their system is not producing. Okay, optimizers can only do so much. Any module of a component, whether you're using a microinverter or somebody else's optimizer, if you think you're going to reduce the effects of shade or, or mitigate this nightmare, you are sadly mistaken. And our service line gets calls all the time. Oh, I'm not making enough power. And we see the module is against this part of the roof that has a hard shadow from a chimney on it. Like, dude, that, that's just not how these things work. They're not magic. Okay. They recover lost energy. The primary objective of our optimizer is to reduce mismatch. And I'll talk about shade because that is the number one cause. All right. So what I love about module level monitoring is you can detect bad modules. And believe me, when I was at SMA, we knew all the arguments against module level. I helped write them. I know the arguments. I put them in my book. Okay. We know now, and you know, that modules go bad. They do. And you will never know that, or you will not know the extent to how bad they are unless you have some type of monitoring. So our monitoring is super cool. When you look at this and you bring up a system using our fleet manager, boom, anybody here on this webinar knows which two modules are bad. And then you can start drilling down on them to find out what's going on. So what's the benefit of that? You know exactly where to go when you're going out for a trouble call. You know exactly which modules to pull up to fix it. How, I mean, how cool is that? How much is that worth to you? The average truck roll in the United States is 400 bucks. Yeah, so how would you like to reduce the time your people are on site by knowing exactly where they need to go? All right, let's so look you at- can use it for the, you can use it for the warranty. I mean, absolutely. Manufacturer, the panel manufacturer will start asking questions. How do you explain what's happening? How do you know? Yeah, how do you know it's my problem? Because everybody does this, right? Oh, it's not our fault. You got to talk to somebody else, right? Matter of fact, we will not do that. If you call our Tayo support team, we do not send you somewhere else. We will help you. Uh, so let's just look at an issue here. As you can see, and the different colors mean a different thing. We had a Help Center article about that. But you can see right here that module number three on string four, which we call D3, is a darker color. That means its power output is less than its neighbors. All right, so you can dig in. Let's look at the voltage. Oh, look at that. The voltage is less than everybody else. So let's look at the current. Oh, look at that. His current is the same. So some of you guys out there are pros. You already know what's going on here. Yeah, you already know. Lower voltage, about one-third less than the other neighboring modules, but the current is still the same. What's the problem? Oh, look at that, a bad bypass diode. Oh, bypass diodes don't go bad. Yeah, they do. This is a real site. It's a real site. Now, you, you step it up and you talk about larger systems, commercial rooftop. Yeah, that one-third less power from a module or a dozen modules ends up costing you, ends up costing you money over time. So let's look at this other one. This is a huge system here, ground mount on these uh, trackers here. An entire string is out. So if you see black, that means 
zero watts. Oh man, what's going on here? I guarantee you, unless you are actively monitoring your systems, you would never know this. I know there are string level monitoring uh, combiner boxes that you can get. Sometimes the inverters are sophisticated enough to give you a string level warning like this. Sometimes, but not always. But with this one, if you're using our fleet manager, this site would pop up. It would say, hey, there is an issue here. You need to look at it. And how much is that worth? That's ridiculously beneficial. And so when we drill down on this, and this is another site that we help this customer with, when you look at it, the bad string is showing open circuit voltage. Everybody else is at VMP on those strings. And when you look at the current, it's at ISC. Okay, so of course, if the string is at open circuit voltage, it's going to be at ISC. So open circuit voltage times ISC is zero watts. So what's the issue? Oh, look at this, a blown string fuse in the combiner box. That's it. That's all it was. And so now this installer knew exactly where to go. It took them 10 minutes, bing, 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 done, out, gone. And you're thinking, ah, oh, yeah, but that's commercial, Greg. Like what possible benefit could there be for residential? Huge. There's huge potential. How many of you, and I don't know what, what the mix is here, eras of like homeowners, installers, designers, but how many times do you have a homeowner asking you, I don't think my system is working right. Now you can show them, yes, it's working right. Stop calling us. Stop, just enjoy your system. Yeah, So beneficial. So to wrap this up, and I know I'm talking a mile a minute, so I want to give enough time for questions. Here's my closing thoughts. Follow our installation order. Just do it. Okay? Mount it to the module. Connect the little shorties to the module. Do this part on the ground. And then when you get it up on the roof, connect the long ones to the neighboring TS4. Done. That's all you got to do. Next, I will always promote monitored systems over non-monitored. Our TS4F and 2F are great products. Don't get me wrong. If you're looking for a very cost-effective solution, but I've just been with Tygo for two years and long enough and taken enough service calls to where I fully believe in my heart to the fullest extent possible that monitored systems are the way to go. And if you're an installer, you think, ah, oh, Greg, but my, my dollar per watt goes down. That screw that. Learn how to sell an optimized system and be better than your competitors. I mean, how cool is it if you just show a homeowner all this cool stuff and they'll say, yeah, but that other guy down the block is cheaper. Right, but he's not doing this. You get all this extra cool stuff. That's all you have to do. I'm not even a salesperson. And I've sold my fair share of systems talking with our sales team to customers. It's super easy. It's super easy. And lastly, RTFM, that's been my mantra forever. I was in the US Navy. I was a submarine sonar tech for 20 years. And this saying came right from my military experience. RTFM, read the fun manual. You can replace the F with another word if you want. But I noticed that people who do not read our documentation, if they don't go to our website and get the quick start guides or the installation manuals, you're already strike two and you got a fastball coming at you. 
Yeah. So if you just read the documentation, that'll probably take care of 80% of it. And of course, if you still have questions, man, just give us a call. We will help you. Send us an email. Now, end with this 100% of the people who follow our design and installation criteria are successful 100% of the time. That's it. Questions? You answered most of them, Greg, but I think there's like three new ones that popped up. Uh, thank yeah, you for being proactive. Man, you guys are awesome. This is a very engaging audience. That's why I always like doing the Renview uh, webinars. No matter what the topic is, the audience is always engaged. And as, a, as an educator, I love that. So thank you uh, to y'all for being so engaging. So the question, if you can see if it shows up on my screen. Are the optimizers required for inverter function? That is an awesome question. And the answer to that is no. Like we had solar around for thousands of years and we never needed module level components and the inverters work just fine. Even if you use our uh, TS4s with our hybrid inverter, if you took the TS4s away, it would still work. Yeah, so... The reason we have the optimizers is to reduce mismatch, to reduce the effects of shade, to recover lost energy. Yeah. So the optimizers will absolutely add more value to your system, but they are not required for the inverter to operate. Uh, are different inverter SKUs required when using the whole home backup and partial ATS? Um, can a solution be upgraded from a partial to a whole home without replacing the inverter? Okay, so two-part question there. Love it. So yes, there are different SKUs because we have a 200-amp uh, ATS and we have a 50-amp ATS. So generally speaking, the 50-amp is for partial and the 200-amp is for whole home. But depending on the home, and when I go to Texas, they're pulling off of a 400-amp panel with a 200 amp breaker going into our 200 amp ATS going to a sub panel. So this is a design question and the answer to almost every design question. Okay, listen up. The answer to almost every design question in our industry is two words. It depends. Okay, so if you have these kinds of questions, reach out. We will be happy to help you. Uh, can the storage be upgraded from a partial to a whole home without replacing the inverter? Of course. If you're using the 50 amp for the partial and you want to do a bigger uh, sub panel, then you may have to upgrade to the 200 amp. So my advice to you is if you think at any time the homeowners will need more power or use more power, which is 98.5% of the time, then install the 200 amp ATS so that you already have the luxury of being able to come in with a minor upgrade. Okay. Um, do we offer a 2000 volt? No, we do not. Is it being worked on? I don't know. Um, probably, yeah, I don't, I don't want to speculate. That's a product question. 
Uh, Ryan, I can definitely, uh, my boss is in charge of product, so I can definitely uh, get the answer to that. 200, or I'm sorry, 2,000 volts. That's getting up there, man. That's utility scale, freaking beefy. Like I remember when we went to 1,000 volts with the, those big central inverters. Everybody's like, oh man, 1,000 volts, woo. And then we went to 1,500, 2,000, yeah. So I know that we will, of course, be compatible with that. We have to. I just don't know the time frame. Okay. Uh, so um, let's see. Ron, not a question. That's cool. My supplier did not recommend the AOs. Not worth it. The reason I go with them is just what you said. I always know what's going on. Ronald, if I had a hat, I would throw it to you right now. And the reason your supplier did not recommend the AOs is probably because they're ignorant and they don't understand the value of it, right? And, and ignorance isn't bad. Like we're all ignorant on some things, right? Uh, but that's what knowledge is for. And that's what information is for. And we can cure that. But I'm so glad that you do see the value of the O with the optimizers and module level monitoring. Now, you may be thinking, well, Greg, you're talking about all this module level monitoring stuff. But then you said earlier that if you're roof doesn't have shade, then you don't need the O. So what's what's going on? Okay, well, we have another product called the TS4A-S. The S does rapid shutdown and it does module level monitoring. It does not do optimization. And so you can use the O's on part of an array, let's say on the corner like my house, where it's being shaded by my neighbor's tree. So maybe three or four modules at the end of the solar day, are being shaded. Well, those other eight, nine modules, I could use a TS4S on because there's no shade on those modules. And now I get the full benefit of module level monitoring. I get shade reduction on the modules from the O's, but then the S also gives me module level monitoring on the other part of the array. Win-win, good to go. What else? go over some of the uh, questions answered before um, yes yes I, and again i'm sorry i don't know no worries, no worries. if they are able to see that um so this first one when we install your optimizer and shade hits a, a panel they're modules but whatever i won't go on that rant Eris. <laughs> does the system still operate yes of course that's what it's there for uh, this is a really good one. George asked, basically, there are connector compatibility issues in our industry. Yes, absolutely. Uh, David Brearley, who was the editor of Solar Pro Magazine, wrote an incredibly well-written article about connector intermateability. It's a very long word for, for that, but uh, it is an issue. Okay, And the Tygo TS4s use, right there, we use the Stobly MC4 connector. Okay, so if your module manufacturer of choice does not use MC4s, you can't just click them together. Okay, You can't do that. Just because they click doesn't mean they're compatible. And you have to watch out with all these cheap Chinese knockoffs that are hitting the market because those will cause fires. So the code says the connectors have to be tested and listed together. That's, that's the code. So you're doing it right, George. You're buying a whip, maybe from Shoals or somebody else that, that makes a quality product that's you all listed and tested. Um, and 
for now, that's just what we have to do. Until we can get all the module manufacturers to use one type of connector, we're always going to have this issue. And that's always been a consistent issue with me, is that the module manufacturers, they don't have to do anything, right? They don't have to do anything in our industry for safety, right? Whose job is it to detect arc faults? The inverter. Whose job is it to detect ground faults? And all these, it's always the inverter, never the module manufacturer, right? They don't have to comply with rapid shutdown. The inverter has to take care of that, right? So I don't know what the right answer, well, I know what the right answer is, but that's Greg's perfect world. All the manufacturers use a quality uh, connector and then we wouldn't have to worry about these. But for now, we got to use the whips. And so, George, you're on a roll. Can the O detect arc faults? We will get over voltage and over current faults on the portal, but we don't detect arcs. So we have no influence on that inside the array. That is still the job of the inverter. Uh, and I think that was answered. Uh, oh, our EI inverters, AC and DC side protection, do they have? Well, of course, of course. Every inverter that's UL listed has AC and DC side protection against um, like, uh, what do you call it? Power spikes, things like that, All right? But by D, and I'll just touch on this. And, and here I'm just looking at my crystal ball because I've got this question a, a lot over the last 15 years. If you're talking about DC side protection as in lightning protection, then no, nobody does. Okay, that is a separate uh, system that you have to install. Okay, so if you're worried about the inverters getting struck by lightning, then you need to put a lightning arrestor on the DC circuit, or even better, get a, a lightning um, protection system on the house. Uh, max parallel connection of the batteries. So we have two uh, battery terminals inside the EI inverter. So we can do two strings in parallel. Each string can have two batteries. So you can have 20 kilowatt hours in each string for a total of 40. And I think we're done. We did it as usual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks a lot, guys. As usual, uh, webinars with uh, Taigo is always uh, fun. Uh, we like having you uh, to Greg uh, again. And thanks, Dino and Dino and uh, and uh, John. Um, was fascinating. Learned a lot. Uh, happy to answer any questions that anybody have and uh, didn't manage to ask here. Send us an email to info@rainbow.com. As I mentioned, this uh, webinar is being recorded. We will add it to our YouTube channel and we will follow up with uh, a follow-up email with some offers on uh, a. Tygo uh, optimizers and uh, ESS. Hey, thanks a lot. Have a good week, everybody. See you soon. Thanks, See everyone. You. Thank you.